And then she says, Ever since I was born, I've been linked with an entity. Yikes. You might need to let her go, dude. Yeah, probably. Eh, we'll see. Anyway, it's getting close to the start of the show, isn't it? Well, we've still got a few more names here. Oh, here comes one now. And you are? Athena Sykes, attorney at law. Analytical psychology tells me I should be on the guest list. Yeah, you security dummies. We did stop it. You're embarrassing me. Don't you know who those two are? There you go. You're all set. So, Athena, I was wondering, do you have a card for the Right Anything Agency? I may be in some legal trouble with a Canadian mother and could really use the help. Oh, sure. There you go. Thank you. Best of luck tonight. You're not going to call the firm for legal defense. No, I'm not going to call the firm for legal defense. You gotta see your opportunities and then take them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, it's Joel. Great work in The Last of Us, man. You're on the list here, so you're all set. Wow, thank you. I appreciate that. There wouldn't be any clickers in there now, would there? Clickers? No, no, not at all. Good luck tonight. Much obliged. Have a good night. So I think there's a clicker inside now. What? And you let him inside just now? Hey. You were away, the clicker finished its red carpet interview, and it was on the list. By the way, the uh, clicker? It was a chick. You got a shot. Dude, shut up. Oh, hello. Name, please? It's Croft. Lara Croft? Croft. 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 No, looks like you're not on this list. You're about to use the general entrance for the show, but this is for VIPs whose games were nominated tonight. But surely I'm on there? I mean, Tomb Raider was up for Game of the Year and everything. No, see, that was for the Spike VGX Awards. This is for Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. What even is that? Look, I'm getting in there. Are you going to let me in or not? Alright, alright. Take it easy. Come on through. Hey, uh, Lara, do you... Piss off! Okay, have a good night. She should get your first kid and suddenly start acting like a badass. Hey... Don't worry about it, Yoko. You'll get her next time. Yeah. Oh, man, the show's about to start. Where's Tony? Well, last time I saw him, he was screaming up Main Street with Trevor Phillips. Oof. That's one hell of a sickness that hangover gets you. Hangover's gonna be the least of his worries. All right, man, I'll see you inside. Let's have a great show. You know what? Break a leg. Oh, it's Jody. Hey, Jody. How's Aiden doing? show six years ago while waiting for a fighting game the word got out and suddenly my friend and i were caught in fame then we set up the podcast network helping you to embrace your inner nerd do you think that we're slowing down hey now that's absurd oh what was game of the year that's why all of us are here I can guarantee that we can tell you Yeah, now it's Game of the Year We need you to make it clear I'm imploring you just to show me your news 
saw the 3DS become a finely tuned machine. Microsoft's got Xbox One that's integrating with TV. PS4's hooking up with Vita, trying to give you some connectivity. But we all know that we're hyped up for Smash in HD. Smash HD! Oh, what was Game of the Year? That's why all of us are here. I can guarantee that we can tell you. Yeah, now it's Game of the Year. We need you to make it clear. I'm imploring you just to show me your news. Fire Emblem, so much to do. The Last of Us and Infinite 2. I'll be the champion of Kalos. That'll cause some mayhem in Los Santos. With all these great nominees and more. What more are you waiting for? Welcome to Show Me Your News. The pinnacle of delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware bonders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I can guarantee that we can tell you Yeah, now it's game of the year We need you to make it clear I'm imploring you just to show me That just show me Show me our news! It's the 2013 Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. The most fan-centric gaming podcast on the net gets its own fan-voted award show. Tonight, Sonic Paradox's Cyberlink 420 N Game Buddy, Team 4 Stars Megami 33, Box of Dangers Master WGS, SMYN Network Content Hosts, and many more. Also, special appearances by SMYN co-hosts Super and Tony TH. And I'm Rachel. And now, the creator of the Show Me Your News Network and your MC for the evening, Yoko. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, sminjas everywhere, welcome to the 2013 Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. Show Me Your News is the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and we are part of the Show Me Your News network at showmeyournews.com. 
This is the 150th episode of the podcast. So here we are. We're here tonight on this sesquicentennial episode to celebrate the best that the video game industry had to offer this year. If you're joining us for the very first time tonight, I think you're in for quite the treat. You see, TV networks may put on their own award shows with their big budgets. Other websites may produce videos or write articles to convey their opinions regarding the best games of the year. However, we at Show Me Your News do things differently. We ask our community to nominate and vote for winners in 31 categories. We produce musical numbers and additional bits or interludes to provide further entertainment. Then we put it all together in an audio format that takes a few weeks and easily over 100 hours of work. This is our video game award show, done with a flair that takes tons of dedication to make happen, pushed by our fans in the Show Me Your News community. Plus, this is our fourth straight year putting on this show, and we hope it's as fun to listen to as it is to create. Now, it's very easy to compare this show to the Spike Video Game Awards. Oh right, it's VGX this year. Well, I suppose it's a fair comparison. That said, allow me to elaborate on what you won't be hearing tonight. Granted, we don't have enough pull in the industry to have brand new game announcements happen on stage, but if we hyped those up and then the product was underwhelming, what kind of production would we be? Also, while we'll try to be funny at times for you tonight, we aren't professional comedians, nor do all of us aspire to be. So I won't have a co-host here that is apathetic and borderline mocking, and I can assure you that there won't be any poorly conceived jokes about sex changes and the female orgasm. Finally, we won't have any loiter squad or whatever to send things over to before our musical numbers. So if you're looking for loud noises, incoherent babble, and talk about sitting backwards on a toilet so that you can eat and poop simultaneously, I'm sorry, but you may be in the wrong place. With all of that out of the way, let me tell you what you can expect tonight. We have many guests here to present our awards, so you don't have to worry about listening to my voice all night. Also, our awards and its winners truly represent the voice of our community, as a full list of nominated games was narrowed down to a set of finalists, which then produced a winner, all accomplished by fan vote. But most of all, this show is full of heart. We wouldn't put this much effort into this experience if we didn't think it was totally worth it. Critique what you will about this award show, but it's pretty tough to disregard what we're accomplishing with it. We want to entertain you so that you have fun listening, and we think that's just what we'll do tonight. This is what we've all been waiting for. From across the SMYN network, let the 2013 Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards begin. Take it away, Rachel. For the last time, he is not a Pokemon. Instead, he's the host of his own Let's Play Happy Fun Time and the editor of Moon Prism Power Hour. Everyone, please welcome Darkrai. To many, 2013 is the year that the next generation began. But these games don't need to worry about generations, because they can already surpass the PS4 and Xbox One in raw graphical power. Will you explore a lost city above the clouds? Perhaps save the city with limitless superpowers? Play a game of cards with diverse characters from different worlds? Maybe man the crew of a spaceship with a group of friends? Or will you try to solve the mystery of your missing co-workers? Whether it's high performance or easy publishing, PC gaming has it all, and it's only getting better and better. The nominees for Best PC Game are Artemis Spaceship Bridge Simulator Bioshock Infinite 
Poker Night 2. Saints Row 4. And The Stanley Parable. Best PC game. And the winner is... Saints Row 4. Not only did you have superpowers in this open world, you were also the president. You just can't beat that. The runner-up was The Stanley Parable. Last year's winner in this category was The Walking Dead. This is Saints Row 4's only nomination tonight, and its only win. When he's not reviewing obscure brands of soda, he's the co-host of Read the Manual and Moon Prism Power Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jim Leader Ben. The One Hero Against All Odds story is very beloved in the gamer world, but it doesn't have to be all that. Sometimes you just need to bring some friends over, or group up online for one heck of a party. Tonight we honor mayors visiting each other for optimal fruit collecting, people hot-wiring cars for a game of cash and stash, the guild and its gang of big game hunters bringing down creatures the likes of which you can't imagine, and trainers perfecting their teams to clash together with elemental fury. All are fun in their own ways, but only one can win. The nominees for Best Multiplayer in a Game are... Animal Crossing New Leaf Grand Theft Auto V Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate and Pokemon X and Y. Best Multiplayer. And the winner is... Pokemon X and Y. The popular Pocket Monster series connected players around the world in new ways this year with 3DS-specific features. Two words, Wonder Trade. The runner-up was Animal Crossing New Leaf. Last year's winner in this category was Nintendo Land. Pokemon X and Y is nominated 10 times tonight and this is its first win. Team Fennekin represents... This is Yoko. And this is Sword Hunter. Lately on our show, WTF Pokemon, we've been reviewing the animated movies and picking the bottom 10 moments from them. But now, for this special video game edition, we have some bones to pick with the excellent Pokemon X and Y, but only enough time for three rants. So let's get right to them. It's time to cover the errors, logical mistakes, plot holes, and poor writing. It's at times like these where we like to say... But, you know, for video games... Now, Pokemon X and Y had some great online features. An improved global trading system, O-Powers, Wonder Trade, the list goes on. But one place where it fell woefully short was the Street Pass department. Yeah, Street Pass, the inherent unique feature to the 3DS. So we had Pokemiles, which were just the steps were transferred into points that you can trade in for items? Th that was it? Super Street Fighter 4 3D, which was a launch title for 3DS, had a feature for Street Pass where trophies would be set up in proxy battles when you passed by other players. Then you'd reap the rewards from those battles. So why not have Pokemon teams do the exact same thing? 
This could easily be done and yet it wasn't. Maybe it'll be done in Z or X and Y too, but it should have been done here. Number 3. Shortened Street Pass Specialties We all can agree that trainer customization is a feature that was long overdue, but a welcome change for this generation. But to me, it just felt, I don't know, generic? And every trainer ended up looking pretty much the same. Sure, they had different jackets on, they wore different colors, and some even had feathers in their cap. Literally, what's with that? But they were all of mediocre height, mediocre weight, and all looked 14-ish. I mean, sure, you couldn't make your trainer look like Trevs or Tierno or, I don't know, Barack Obama or Reggie fils They couldn't even suit up. What's with that? So, in that sense, knees are more customizable than these trainers were. And that just seems wrong to me. There needs to be more flexibility in the character models. Or, I don't know, would you have to re-render the cutscenes? I don't know, I'm not a game designer, but it just seems a little short, so good first try, but still a long way to go. Number 2. The Crude Coveted Customization Pokemon Black and White had a very thought-provoking story. There was Team Plasma and what they stood for. There was the clash between truth and ideals, and more. It was very intriguing. What was Pokemon X and Y's story about? You know, besides cramming Mega Evolution down our throats, there was a tall, creepy character at the end that we had no attachment for, there was a 3,000-year-old war, and... what? Also, Team Flare, what was their deal? Besides, you know, just blindly following the will of Lysander, who is nominated for Antagonist of the Year this year, and I have no idea how that happened, because Lysander is a terrible villain, let's just say that. The point of it is this. Pokemon X and Y seem to be written for the lowest common denominator, which makes sense because the series was kind of in a way restarting, but when you're coming off of these Generation 5 games which, dare I say, were bordering on mature topics, it just seems so underwhelming by comparison. Number 1. Withdrawn Witty Writing And that'll just about do things on our end for the bottom three complaints with Pokemon X and Y. If you want to hear us rant about the Pokemon anime, that's why we're at showmeyournews.com slash WTFP. This is Sword Hunter. And this is Yoko. Now let's get back to the show. Our next guest is an administrator of Smash World Forums, where SMYM began, and he's a popular guest to this day. Joining us from Australia, everyone please welcome Mick128. There's something really refreshing about starting a game and knowing you're about to get completely lost in it. Sure, a fast-paced shooter or a platformer, they can be a lot of fun, but sometimes you just need to slow down and really take in the experience. And it doesn't get much slower than a game that can last anywhere from 30 to 80 hours long. These games have an advantage. They can put so much story into such a large space. And in the end, some of the most famous tales of our industry have come out of this genre. So, get yourself comfortable, grab a snack, it's going to be a long ride until the end with this one. The nominees for best role-playing game are... Fire Emblem Awakening Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch Pokemon X and or Y And Tales of Zillia 
best RPG. And the winner is... Fire Emblem Awakening. Fans of the popular strategy series not only love the story and challenging gameplay, but also the brand new social link and marriage system. The runner-up was Pokemon X and Y. Last year's winner in this category was Xenoblade Chronicles. Fire Emblem Awakening is nominated nine times tonight, and this is its first win. You've seen his artwork across the SMYN network, most prominently in WTF Pokemon. Joining us all the way from Croatia, everyone, please welcome Phil. When selecting the game of the year, it's important to ask one question. Will I still be talking about this in 10 years? But in 10 years, you won't just remember the biggest games of 2013. We'll also remember the biggest developments in the industry. This past year, could we have even imagined that we see a Kickstarter project celebrate the legacy of a beloved icon? Or that a 12-year-old favorite would see new life at a major tournament? Will developers think twice in the future about implementing an online-only system after two major controversies? If people are still talking about these stories in 10 years, then we may have witnessed history in the making. The nominees for Biggest Industry News Story are... Mighty Number no. 9's Kickstarter. SimCity crashes and burns at launch. Super Smash Bros. Melee at EVO 2013. And Xbox One pulls a 180. Biggest industry news story. And the winner is Xbox One's 180. Microsoft may have turned their fortunes around for a successful launch, but things were looking uncertain for a while after this startling change of policies. The runner-up was Super Smash Bros. Melee at EVO 2013. Last year's winner in this category was Namco working on Smash 4. This is Xbox One's only nomination tonight, and it's only win. Tell that you are the one protagonist of the year of the gaming year. Ooh. And when you're in your game, depending on the game, I bet you are definitely in the top three best characters in the game. Yeah, and depending on the game. Ooh. And when I played you on my PC. Thought, what is she doing on my PC? How did Ken get a honey like that in a title like this? Good one, Ken. Ooh, you're a legend, Ken. I asked Ken if he's making DLC for you. He's not sure. I said, Ken, that's what you need to do. 
He says it might not work, but I can tell it's in the works And he's gonna do it anyway I see your picture in the room of a private eye I turn the specs up to very high Then we fly As a character You could be an heiress As a character You could open a portal to the 80s As a character you could still be in your tower And then I seal the deal I move the stick, I move the left stick Oh yeah, we're moving now It's half past two And I'm with you just killing other dudes with guns and bigger powers You cut your hair, so open a tear Get out of this mess, you found a brand new dress Now I can't believe that I'm looking at a dress With the one protagonist who is suddenly wearing this dress Ooh. When can we leave? Let's go to New York and I can bring you in to repay my dad Oh no, that's not where you wanna go Oh no, yeah Cause as a character You're a bird Or a cage I gotta choose As a character You could still be in your tower but you probably want to be in Colombia. So land your tower. Spending part of your time with Songbird and part of your time Nets for free. And then the rest of your time be where the false prophets. Always starts with the lighthouse. There's always a man, there's always a lighthouse. Come now and ascend from the bottom of the sea to the high blue skies as you take control of Booker DeWitt, a private detective thrust into the floating city of Columbia. His mission? Retrieve Elizabeth Comstock, the daughter of the man who rules Columbia with an iron fist in a dangerously cultish theocracy. Throughout the course of the game, you'll find yourself hunted and forced into the middle of a class war gone bloody between two radical extremes. Beware the songbird and the handyman, and use your skyhook and vigors to your advantage while fighting off the hundreds of threats that want your head on a platter. It's a roller coaster ride, sometimes literally, from start to finish. The first nominee for Show Me Your News Game of the Year, this is Bioshock Infinite. Will the circle be unbroken by and by? By and by Is a better Home awaiting In the sky In the sky In the sky 
days of childhood, after they told of wondrous love. Players gain a greater appreciation for games when they're part of this community. Something which this ninja will tell you herself. Everyone, please welcome Solitude Slicer. What makes a game so lasting to us is the experience it brings to us. Being able to immerse the player completely into the world that you create is vital. There are some creators who, with the right tools, can make you, even for a brief moment, forget that you're behind the controller and not in the shoes of the hero. Sound, visuals, narrative. All of these are key to cause a gamer to lose themselves in the adventure they star in, and the following games were well equipped to that challenge. The nominees for Best Atmosphere in a Game are... Amnesia, A Machine for Pigs. Bioshock Infinite. Pokemon X and Y. And The Last of Us. Best Atmosphere. And the winner is Bioshock Infinite. The skies of Columbia made for the perfect backdrop for the utopic and dystopic clash in this irrational game's epic this year. The runner-up was Amnesia, a machine for pigs. This is a new category this year. Bioshock Infinite is nominated eight times tonight, and this is its first win. Alright, so we're trying something new this year, and we really hope you'll like... <laughs> Show me your news! What the... Just as Queen Beryl expected, this place is crawling with humans. Your pathetic little war show will provide a wonderful surplus of energy for the Negaforce. I don't understand. Not so fast, Nega scum. What? What? I am cool. not at all certain why I'm here, and I'm not really a No, 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 stop, stop, no! What? Okay, we can't all monologue at the same time, guys. Nobody can understand what we're saying. Well, nobody told us that. Nobody even told me what was going on. I was busy editing until you idiots dragged me away. Um, guys? Look, dude, we just need a little bit, okay? Just come back later and we'll try again. Alright, are you serious? Just come back later! Alright, alright, jeez, just stop yelling. Okay... She's a member of Team Four Star and the creator of Sailor Moon Abridged, but she truly loves all things Nintendo. Representing Team Froki, everyone, please welcome Megami33. It started out as an embarrassing failure that needed a big price drop and a promise of free games to resurrect it. But this year, we really saw the 8th generation's debut system hit its stride. This year saw the release of our first 3D adventure into the Kalos region. The grand return of a legendary lawyer in the dark age of the law. A revisit to a dark parallel world of golden power. And the world's leading anime wartime dating simulator. Nintendo's handheld domination is stronger than ever, and this year, they prove that they have really earned it. The nominees for Best 3DS Game are... Fire Emblem Awakening 
Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies. Pokemon X and Y. And The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. Best 3DS Game. And the winner is... Fire Emblem Awakening. In the most competitive category this year, even though the strategy RPG takes the prize, it seems like everyone wins because of all of these great games. The runner-up was Pokemon X and Y. Last year's winner in this category was Kid Icarus Uprising. Fire Emblem Awakening is nominated nine times tonight, and this is its second win. The court is now in session for the trial of Darkrai versus the Debaga. We will be debating which game Yoko has shamed the whole community by missing out on. The defense is ready, Your Honor. The other defense is ready, Your Honor. Court reporter is ready, Your Honor. The peanut gallery, I mean the jury, is ready, Your Honor. Whoa! L-O-L objection. Ahem. Zero, I trust you can keep things in order for today. I really don't think that's in my job description, but I'll do what I can. Excellent. Now for the opening coin toss. Uh... Heads. Then I call Tails. It's Tails. Doba, the floor is yours. I don't think that... Thank you, Judge Moses. While Yoko has significantly shortened his list of games that he hasn't touched over the years, there are still a number of titles that he has neglected. I present to you Exhibit A, Minecraft a game that 50% of Sminjas were playing before it was even finished. It's loved by the entire Show Me Your News community, and yet our glorious leader refuses to even attempt to try it. Oh, I don't like god games. I'm a humble man. I'd rather play sports and foo-ball. I don't want to build stuff. I'll just look at it instead. Well, you know what? I'm tired of- OBJECTION! As previous administrator of the Show Me Your News Minecraft server, as well as a much more competent player, I believe that it is my duty to talk about how Yoko has snubbed Minecraft by not playing it, and the fact that it should be in our Game of the Year show for a third year in a row, with the award of Most Anticipated for its debut on PlayStation 4. What? But I'm defending Minecraft! Oh, you want to be mad at me, Doba? That is not fair, and I already am! You know... You two should have really figured out who was doing what before you came here. Eh, I'll allow it. Seriously? Fine. The floor is still yours, Doba. Stupid dark ruining my flawless opening statement. Fine. Then, uh, Team Fortress 2. With Yoko having a Steam account, it's a travesty that he hasn't touched our community's favorite online shooter. Especially, might I add, when the game has been free for the last two years. Seriously, Yoko, what is your deal? OBJECTION! Dobo, we are both well aware who's more qualified to discuss Team Fortress 2. Probably the one of us who has about 470 hours put into the game and is also a much better player. That, that would be me. You can't defend two games! Of course I can. Minecraft was my opening statement, and Team Fortress is my conclusion. Um, uh... Delbert, your time is up. Dark, please present your opening statement. Why?! Thank you, Zero. Ladies and gentlemen of the high and honorable jury, 
I recognize that Yoko has made great strides in righting the wrongs of his gaming past by trying out Pikmin, 2D Mario, and, of course, Fire Emblem. However, we cannot excuse what may be his biggest oversight. Yoko must play through Half-Life 2. OBJECTION! You said your opening statement was going to be Minecraft. Overruled. He's allowed to switch his game if he chooses. But that was going to be my next choice. As I was saying, as a contender for the greatest game of all time, it would be a shame if he would not play through it and see the powerful story of our silent protagonist, Gordon Freeman, come to its eventual, maybe someday, probably never end. Half-Life 2 is the Wait a sec. HOLD IT! What is it now, Doba? Well, I had completely forgotten, but Yoko's already played some of Half-Life 2. Gasp! Gasp! That's not acceptable. He only spent two hours with it. Hardly enough time to give it a valid playthrough. But if we base completed games on something as subjective as that, we could say that any game he was lukewarm about would be eligible. I could demand that he should change his opinion of Sly Cooper to say that it's his favorite series of all time. I suppose that you could make an argument along those lines to- Oh, gee, Doba, what is that over there? What over where? Order. Order in the court. Zero, step in and break it up. I don't get paid enough for this. Alright, back off, dog. Yeah, I'll give you summer tea. Summer here, summer there, hoser. Alright, that's a roughing penalty, Dark. Go to the penalty box for two minutes. Can I keep my stick? Of course. Sweet. Why? I'll call an ambulance for Dova. Well... Since Dark is in the penalty box, Doba is now unconscious, and we don't want to make this segment too long like previous attempts, it is now time to make a decision. Jury, what say you? We of the high and honorable jury have agreed that Yoko should try Final Fantasy VI again. What? No, we suggested Earthbound. No, forget that. He needs to play League of Legends. One Piece. Grand battle. Order. Order. All of you clear the courtroom. Except the last one. Somebody arrest him. I mean, Yoko should play Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay, give that guy a medal instead. Moses, the verdict? Ah, yes. Out of all the games discussed today, the one chosen by the community for Yoko to play through is... Puella Magai Madoka Magica. Wait. And with that, the court is adjourned. Moses, that's not a game, that's a freaking anime! I won't have this argument with you. We stretch the boundaries of what a game is all the time. Remember Katawa Shoujo? There's a difference between a visual novel and a TV show. That's it. Give me that gavel. No! It matches my poofy judge's wig. Give it! And now, be it certain anime or certain games, this ninja will be the first to tell you about how you should really experience them. Everyone, please welcome Major Moses. Let's get one thing straight right now. Overrated does not in any way mean bad. Overrated means that while these may be good games, maybe they're not as good as some people make them out to be. Maybe they're from a series that's gotten a little stale even if it's still extremely popular. 
Maybe it's a fighting game starring beloved heroes and villains with gameplay that some may see as unimpressive. Or perhaps it's a game that served as an experienced developer's attempt at a genre unfamiliar to them. Whatever the case, these are games that, while enjoyable and fun to a large amount of people, may not be seen as entirely deserving of the popularity they have gained. The nominees for Most Overrated Game are... Battlefield 4 Call of Duty Ghosts Injustice, Gods Among Us And The Last of Us Most Overrated And the winner is... Call of Duty Ghosts the Call of Duty franchise has won this award all four years of the show, so you'd think the smidge of consensus on the franchise would be pretty established by now. The runner-up was The Last of Us. Last year's win in this category was Call of Duty Black Ops 2. This is Call of Duty Ghost's only nomination tonight, and its only win. F is funnier than Q for this co-creator of Sonic F and longtime friend of Show Me Your News. Everyone, please welcome Cyberlink420. A hero is only as good as the obstacles he must overcome. For every Batman, there must be a Joker. For every Link, there must be a Ganon. For every rocket robot on wheels, there must be a Jojo the Raccoon. Okay, nobody knows what this game is. This joke has already died. A good antagonist can make cheering for the hero easier, but a great antagonist can accomplish so much more. They can send fire through your blood and chills down your spine. They're the demons that haunt our games in the greatest ways possible. The nightmares of our game discs and hard drives that can make us strive to be better heroes because we cannot, under any circumstances, let them win. Without them, there is no threat and nobody to save, and it's time to give these brilliantly constructed monsters some recognition. The nominees for Antagonist of the Year are... Simon Blackquill from Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. But even a convicted murderer still got a job to do and duties to perform. Objection! Lysander from Pokemon X and Y. David from The Last of Us. He said that the others had been... Uh... Slaughtered by a crazy man. <laughs> and get this, he's crazy man traveling with a little girl. And the narrator from the Stanley Parable. Okay, so clearly you're in it for the long haul. Although I find it hard not to believe you're simply running a program to click the button over and over automatically, which kind of ruins the point of the game, don't you think? Wouldn't that take the art out of it? You can tell me in your post-playtest analysis. Antagonist of the Year. And the winner is... The narrator from The Stanley Parable. Some may question his role as an antagonist, but when you have so many paths ahead of you, sometimes the only voice of dissent that you hear can be your greatest obstacle. The runner-up was Simon Blackwell from Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies. Last year's winner in this category was Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2. The Stanley Parable is nominated seven times tonight, and this is its first win. 
Show Me Your News presents Real Men of Gaming. Real Men of Gaming! Today we salute you, Mr. Stuffed Banana Winner. Mr. Stuffed Banana Winner! We get it. You just wanted to win an Xbox 360 with Connect for your kid. How noble of you. What a great father! So when you stopped by the carnival, you thought, Hey, toss a ball into a cup. That looks easy. So try you did. And you just couldn't stop. That can't be rigged, yeah! $2,600 later. At least it has some sweet dreads. Rastafarian! So stand tall and be proud. Henry Gribbum of New Hampshire, because your prize is still more amusing than a connect. Mr. Stop Banana Winner! USA. Our next presenter sure loves her emoticons, so being here makes her carrot underscore carrot. Everyone, please welcome Fang V. I'm willing to bet a lot of you listening would love to be game devs. And if you do, you probably have a dream game that you hope to make. You might picture lush 3D worlds and the smoothest gameplay possible. A masterpiece unlike anything the world has ever seen. But unfortunately, in the back of your mind, a single word keeps popping in to ruin your day. Money. All hope is not lost, however, because of the past few years, small developers from all over the world have proved that you don't need that AAA budget to make something truly memorable and fantastic. The nominees for Best Game from an Independent Developer are... Artemis Spaceship Bridge Simulator Dive Kick please and the Stanley Parable best indie game and the winner is papers please your job as an immigration control officer isn't an easy one but the game's ability to put you into that perspective sure was fascinating this year the runner-up was the Stanley Parable last year's win in this category was journey this is Papers, Please's only nomination tonight, and it's only win. As the co-host of Superplex, when asked if he wanted to present this year, he had three words for us. Yes! 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 Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kalo Shade. DLC. It's sort of a dirty word nowadays, isn't it? After all, is it right for developers to make us pay just to play the entire game we already bought? Sure, a used game for $20 may sound good, but is it still worth it after all the DLC ends up making you spend more than a new copy? If these next nominees are anything to go by, then, well, yes. Instead of just cash in an opportunity for a quick buck, these releases made it their mission to give the players some real value that they can enjoy after the game may have been considered finished. Be it an extension to the story or a huge overhaul to the way you play the game, these nominees are definitely worth the wait. And the cost. The nominees for Best Downloadable Content are... New Super Luigi U from New Super Mario Bros. U 
heard about Reclaimed from Phoenix Wright's Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. 400 Days from The Walking Dead. And XCOM Enemy Within from XCOM Enemy Unknown. Best DLC. And the winner is... New Super Luigi U! The more difficult levels found in this expansion pack were not only a little more green, but the addition of Nabbit as a playable character was a big help for newer players. The runner-up was 400 Days from The Walking Dead. Last year's winner in this category was Man vs. Machine from Team Fortress 2. This is New Super Mario Bros. U's only nomination tonight, and its only win. Oh yeah! This is Decaf of the Superplex here to issue a challenge to reigning SMYN Tag Team Champions Doba and Ban of Read the Manual. My partner, Kalo Shade and I are here to warn the members of Read the Manual that they are going down. That is right, brother Decaf. And this Sunday, that's in your house, 78, we shall take Doba and Ben on the journey of pain and enlightenment. Doba, many say that you and your tag team partner, Ben, are the best duo to ever wrestle together. The three-year title reign is truly impressive, but that is only because... You've never wrestled against Kalo and I. At this Sunday's pay-per-view, Kalo and I are going to put an end to your title run and make everyone wake up to the fact that the Superplex is the greatest tag team to ever wrestle in the SMYN universe. The last words you ever hear as champions will be the rest. One, two, three. Ben, I have warned you before that you would need to join us. The fans of the SMYN universe have no respect for you. Benjamin, the Superplex family would love you like a son. Well, they ridiculed you, we will praise you. Well, they look down on you, we will build you back up. Well, they rejected you, Ben, my boy. We, the family, will accept you. You will be part of this family, even willingly, or by force. Eventually, my lad, you will follow the buzzards. You heard it here, folks. This Sunday at In Your House 78, we will have the tag team matchup of a lifetime. As the tag team champions, the Dubaga and Jim Niederman of Read the Manual are challenged by the new upstart members of the Superplex family, Kalo Shade and Decaf. Who will win? Will Read the Manual be able to hold on to their gold? Or will the Superplex outwit the veterans? We'll find out this Sunday, exclusively on pay-per-view, which you two can be a part of for only a small fee of only $79.95. Contact your cable satellite provider now to order. Please, we really need your money, so give us your money. Long ago, the fell dragon, Grima, terrorized the world until he was sealed into a deep slumber by the hero king, Marth. One thousand years have passed since then, 
and Grima's worshippers, the Grimliel, have invaded the Hallowdom of Elise. Their goal is to steal the key to Grima's awakening, the Shield of Seals, better known as the Fire Emblem. Their only obstacle? A band of shepherds led by Prince Krom and you, a lone traveler with no memory of the past. But with the appearance of an enigmatic swordsman identifying himself as the ancient hero King Marth himself, perhaps there's a deeper mystery threatening the world. The second nominee for Show Me Your News Game of the Year. This is Fire Emblem Awakening. can you find our next guest on DeviantArt as Nate D, but you may also know him as the host of the End of the Week podcast. Everyone, please welcome the Nartist. Going against the juggernaut that is a Nintendo handheld is never an easy task, but there's still a lot to be desired after two years. Despite this, loyal groups of fans are still having a blast with a few games that they've been given. Whether it's a Metroidvania-style adventure with the Dark Knight, the long-awaited return of the Master Raccoon Thief, a charming adventure in a papercraft world, or a re-release of the 2012 Game of the Year, fans and developers alike only ask one thing. We would really like it if you would buy a Vita. The nominees for Best Vita Game are... Batman Arkham Origins Black Games Sly Cooper Thieves in Time Tearaway and The Walking Dead Best Beta Game And the winner is... Tearaway! Even though it beat last year's Game of the Year winner, Tearaway is the perfect experience on Vita, due to all the system's features that it makes clever use of. The runner-up was Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. Last year's winner in this category was Persona 4 Golden. This is Tearaway's only nomination tonight, and its only win. This diehard West Virginia fan has a distinction of being better at picking college football games than his other co-host on Down Sidelines. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Joel. Okay, let's face it, not a lot of gamers consider themselves to be sports fans. For the most part, we're a rather inactive bunch, more content to sit in a nice, quiet room and go outside and play football. Watching sports is a bit of a different story, though you'll still find gamers are very split on whether or not they enjoy that activity either. So it's no surprise that every year this category is deemed all but unimportant. Yet sports games are more important than you might think. In a way, these games serve as a powerful bridge between fans of the games in the virtual world and fans of the games that get more physical. 
Before you write off the latest Madden or racing game, always remember that this sort of game is what got somebody out there to try the hobby that we've all grown to love. So let these games have their moment in the spotlight because they deserve it. The nominees for best sports game are Forza Motorsport 5 Mario and Sonic at Sochi 2014 Winter Olympic Games NBA 2K14 and Need for Speed Most Wanted for Wii U Best Sports Game and the winner is Mario and Sonic at Sochi 2014 Winter Olympic Games as a lifelong sports gamer and as someone who appreciates this genre, allow me to be the first to tell you that NBA 2K14 was truly robbed this year. The runner-up was Need for Speed Most Wanted for Wii U. Last year's winner in this category was Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform. This is Mario and Sonic at the Sochi 2014 Winter Olympic Games' only nomination tonight, and its only win. Today, we celebrate the past year in the gaming world. 2013 was an entertaining year in the sports world as well. We made it through our first full year of Down the Sidelines, and we would like to share with you some of the memorable moments from the show. We could talk about video games on the SMYN network here, you know, all day, every day. But it's uh, sports time here. BCS National Championship game, and mm -hmm. and Brent Musburger looking at home. Oh man, that's AJ McCarron's girlfriend there, and <laughs> Catherine. He's well. like, where's the honey bag? <laughs> Denver's kicker maybe ah. was trying to practice, and there were people crumping on the sidelines <laughs> like a dance team. Yeah, and then he was like, he was like, whoa, whoa, clear out of the way, and then you see someone doing like a moonwalk. Manti Teo's Dead Girlfriend, the most heartbreaking and inspirational story of the college football season, is a hoax. <sighs> Faith, this has... This article has almost three and a half million hits for a blog, and I, I gotta say, it is one of the most intriguing, well-thought-out, in-depth pieces of investigative journalism I've ever seen on yes. a blog of this sort. I remember one time when we won the NIT championship in basketball. Oh, yeah. They called us the Virginas or West Virginia. <laughs> 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 it said it on the shirts. And man, did those shirts sell. Yeah, like, for some reason, they got out to the public. The Super Bowl has been decided, and one of us predicted what that matchup would be at the beginning of the year. Yes, you did. It's the horrible bowl. You just, I feel like bowl, you bowl, just bowl, keep bowl, saying bowl, bowl, bowl. I think it was LFO would say, baby, when the lights go out. Yes, that, that reference just happened. <laughs> there was a power outage at the Super Bowl for 34 minutes, and I must say, Twitter was fantastic during this time. You know, from references like Beyonce did it to, did anyone expect Team Rocket to start <laughs> reading their motto? If Ryan Swope is on the NCAA 14 cover, who the hell cares besides anyone in Texas? I'm sorry, like, some you know, Michigan State, Ohio State fans might not like the concept of Denard Robinson on the cover of that game, but Ryan Swope? Ryan Swope. Who the hell is Ryan Swope? I just, I don't, I don't even know. He's still the lead singer of the band Creed. Yeah. And so, 
Scott Stapp singing a theme for the Florida Marlins. <laughs> Let go, Marlins, play! Yeah. And just make, make it a tradition, like, before every game. Sure. Sure, <laughs> every game, every day. <laughs> One strike and two strikes. I swear, like, after, like, maybe the tenth time, your ears will stop bleeding. Screw conference realignment. This is what's important. Seriously. <laughs> Talk Late about this stuff all day. Shows. As long as Conan doesn't move. Conan, oh, Conan's my again. favorite. And you know what they say about colds and having that deeper voice. Hey, that sounds sexy. That makes you think about when you lose that, you're going to be better, so you're going to feel better, but then you're like, true. oh no, my sexy voice. It, it sounds sexy too, <laughs> like if you're if you're just hearing the voice. Yeah. But then it doesn't look sexy oh, when you no, got like no, a runny no. nose and all that yeah. shit. 8,344 pounds Ooh. of human was selected. Find out the name of the horses is fun. That's one thing pick, because pick a fun name. My cheating wife. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he needs to stop going skiing. <laughs> oh, is, is skiing? Is that what they, <laughs> they call that dating Lindsey Vaughn and physical activity? Georgia at Auburn minus four. Auburn forty-three thirty-eight. What Ooh, was God. that game? What was that? You know, just recently, of course, the other day we heard the news that Nelson Mandela passed away. He said, sport has the power to change the world. It has the power to inspire, has the power to unite people in a way that little else does. It speaks to youth in a language they understand. Sport can create hope where once there was only despair. It is more powerful than government and breaking down racial barriers. There was some girl dancing. Apparently now it's like on the internet. She's getting just a little too into that pole, that uh, railing that she was <laughs> uh, leaning against. I guess you could, that's the most polite way to say it. And she was pretty drunk. Um, they like almost asked her to leave. And I've never seen a... Oh no, wait, I'll take that back. My first Steelers game I ever went to, there was a woman who was really, really drunk, and she was flashing the crowd. Well, hmm, now that you say it, drunk girl dancing on what could be a pole and it's on the internet, <laughs> I think they'll have to look this up sometime. <laughs> With that, I'm Peter. And I'm Joel. And we hope you enjoy the weekend sports. Have a good one, guys. He's the community's favorite coffee-based sminger, and he's a co-host of Superplex. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Decaf78. In film, you often hear about how there are too many remakes on the market. Every other film seems to be just a remake or reboot or reimagining of a film you've already seen. In games, it's different, though. The only games that get remakes are the ones that people loved so much, they would buy them again. 2013 saw the re-release of an NES classic, the weirdest crossover gaming has to offer, everyone's favorite lawyer simulator, and one of the most popular Zeldas ever to grace a console. All of them with gameplay and graphics enhancements, which make that rebuy worth it. It's not an easy thing to get right, and we've seen plenty of failures, but these are four that succeeded. The nominees for Best Re-Release or HD Remake are... Life is like a DuckTales Remastered Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix 
Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Trilogy HD. And The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Best re-release. And the winner is... The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker HD. My favorite game of all time only got better this year, as the Swift Sail and Miiverse features, among others, enhanced this charming adventure. The runner-up was Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. Last year's win in this category was Persona 4 Golden. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker HD is nominated three times tonight, and this is its first win. When he isn't enthralled by Miyazaki films, you can find him as the co-host of Read the Manual and Moon Prism Power Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Dobaga. After waiting for months, maybe years, to play that one game you've been dreaming of, there's no better feeling than having your excitement be vindicated. All the time you spent watching trailers, reading impressions, and paying off your pre-order was all worth it. Because this game is everything you could ever dream of. Unfortunately, you're probably not going to be feeling like that after playing these next games. Maybe there was more style than substance. Maybe there just wasn't a core focus to keep you interested. Or maybe they just didn't try. Whatever went wrong, it left us thinking that the developers really just could have done better. The nominees for Most Disappointing Game are... Aliens, Colonial Marines. Deadpool. Remember Me. The Last of Us. Most Disappointing. And the winner is... Aliens, Colonial Marines! The bait and switch from an intriguing demo to an awful game did not sit well with players this year. For shame, Sega and Gearbox. The runner-up was Deadpool. Last year's win in this category was Paper Mario Sticker Star. This is Aliens Colonial Marines' only nomination tonight, and its only win. Now, we have a little accidental tradition here at the Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. Two guys who run one of the other podcasts on our network site have a habit of hijacking the event and making us all laugh with their wacky endeavors. This year, they assured me there would be no antics. Unfortunately, they are on a business trip, something about the Missouri Hair Museum, and could not attend tonight's proceedings. However, they asked me to formally apologize to everyone on their behalf, and hope you all are well and are having a wonderful start to such a fresh new year. To show their feelings further, they sent me a recording late last night to be played for you all here tonight. Enjoy. Shut your fucking mouth and fill the bag! Oh, you're going as fast as you can, huh? I'm screaming in your ear, huh? Well, soon there's gonna be a goddamn bullet right through that ear hill if you don't fucking hurry. You wanna screw with me? I'll show you who you're messing with. Jesus fucking Christ, is that a goddamn camera? Is that thing recording? Uh, uh, oh. Well, back to the show. <laughs> huh.
She's just a Pokemon girl living in a Pokemon world. Wait, Texas has Pokemon? Everyone, please welcome Fire Princess 13. forget that our game started out being made up of polygons and pixels and textureless blobs. The fact that we can forget that huge fact so easily just goes to show how amazing our beloved graphic designers and texture artists really are. They work painstakingly hard to make sure those colorless blobs and featureless landscapes take our breath away when we see the finished product. Whether they're translating a world-famous animation studio's work into a game, bringing over 700 little creatures to life in 3D, creating a bleak, desolate world ravaged by an apocalypse, or just putting a little polish on a game we already know and love, graphic designers deserve every ounce of praise we can give them. The nominees for Best Graphics in a Game are... Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Pokemon X and Y. The Last of Us. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker HD Best Graphics And the winner is... Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch! Nino Kuni truly exemplified the promise of a Miyazaki film come to life with the help of Level 5 in this gorgeous RPG. The runner-up was The Last of Us. Last year's winner in this category was Okami HD. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, is nominated five times tonight, and this is its first win. When he's not in the Tokyo jungle, he's doing things the man way. From the box of danger, everyone, please welcome Master WGS. In late 1994, the gaming world witnessed a new contender enter the console war. Sony's PlayStation was released in Japan, and games were never the same again. It may not have been the most powerful machine, but it boasted games that have since become legends. Crash Bandicoot, Silent Hill, Spyro, and so much more. In the year 2000, it was succeeded by the PlayStation 2, which went on to become one of the best-selling consoles of all time with one of the most expansive libraries the gaming world has ever seen. With this pedigree, it should be no surprise that the PlayStation 3 has endured this generation amazingly well, even after its shaky start. But it's time to start saying goodbye to the PS3 as we enter the reign of the PlayStation 4. The nominees for the best PS3 or PS4 game are... Grand Theft Auto V Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix Nina Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. And The Last of Us. Best PS3 or PS4 game. And the winner is... The Last of Us. The tale told in a post-apocalyptic setting filled with emotion and gorgeous visuals really showed Naughty Dog's mastery over the PS3. The runner-up was Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. Last year's win in this category was Journey. The Last of Us is nominated 12 times tonight, and this is its first win.
Got a new way to play, cause Connect is now totally new. Well, is that a fact? Let me beat that. In 24 hours, we'll break sales and debut with, with us too. Roll up to the store with a smart glass in hand. Got the Vita, gonna hell my brand. Now hold up, Sony, what you diggity doing here? I should diggity just have you banned. Then she says, Xbox and PS4, don't forget about Wii U. For real? No more gamers thinking next year. They forgot about the golden rule. Uh huh, they all say it's about the gameplay. Every day, it's about the gameplay. With three consoles that are getting into the fray. Before you go play, it's about what you play. Normally, I don't play nice with you. But tonight is a special exception. Great. See, that's what we're for a console war. But it's time to have some console affection. Turn on. Here on the shelves. It's hard to tell. So hard to tell. How much we'll go for. La, la. And whoever will win. Here we. This rule dates back. The golden rule. To the 90s. Talking about Sega. The 64 and the PlayStation. The Dreamcast, Dreamcast back, back again. I've got Titanfall. Well, I've got the order. At least I have Smash Bros. Game set. They all say it's about the gameplay Every day it's about the gameplay With three consoles that are getting into the fray Before you go play, it's about what you play Gamers, get ready To make it all click Move the control stick, go move the control stick uh, Move the control stick all right. To make it all click, gotta move the control stick Wow and all of that was okay Cause it's about the gameplay With that clear that you keep the haters at bay And the graphics matter, that's what they'll say But we'll say they'll know It's the gameplay Yeah, 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 yeah The Golden Rule A middle-aged criminal turned family man Retired after one last score an up-and-coming gangbuster looking to hit the big time. An emotionally unstable meth dealer ravenously expanding his territory. All three men slowly brought together as their stories weave in and out as they take bigger and more ambitious pieces of the pie in the dirty city of Los Santos. Precision-planned heists, hot-blooded pursuits, and merciless killings are the steps you'll take and more for the wealth and power you deserve. Crime and sin have a new master. And that master could be you. The third nominee for Show Me Your News Game of the Year. This is Grand Theft Auto V.
She's heading up to the stage now. Her many talents include announcing, singing, and also entertaining viewers on her SMYN EV Twitch channel. Everyone, please welcome Rachel. Stop. Pause the game, set your controller down, gather your thoughts, and slow down your breathing. What just happened? What actually just happened? Moments like this in a game don't come along very often, and most of the time, they're the ones that remind us of what we see in this medium. They're the ones that make our hearts drop, make our adrenaline pump, or even make our eyes widen in awe. Not every game can accomplish a moment like this, it's not an easy thing to do, but when they pull it off, it really becomes something special. The nominees for best moments in a game are the ending sequence from Bioshock Infinite. We swim in different oceans, but land on the same shore. It always starts with a lighthouse. I, I don't understand. We don't need to. It'll happen all the same. Why? Because it does. Because it has. Because it will. Chapter 10, Renewal, from Fire Emblem Awakening. No reaction. Was I wrong then? Xerneas, or Evaltile, appears from Pokemon XY. And Winter, from The Last of Us. We just want to talk. Any sudden moves and I put one right between your eyes. Ditto for Buddy Boy over there. What do you want? Name's David. This here's my friend James. But from a larger group. Women, children. They're all very, very hungry. So am I. Best moment. And the winner is... Bioshock Infinite! It may have been Infinite's big twist that kept everyone talking, but the whole sequence was a masterful whirlwind that didn't stop and kept players guessing. The runner-up was Fire Emblem Awakening. This is a new category this year. Bioshock Infinite is nominated eight times tonight, and this is its second win. Now, we are really excited about this next part of the show, featuring a live performance from- Show me your news! Oh, are you kidding me? We meet again, Negascum! And for the last time, I am Sailor Neptune, Champion of Justice! I am Sailor Pluto, Champion of Justice! I am Sailor Mars, Champion of Justice. Wait! I told Seigino, Sarah Fukubisojo Senshi, Sarah Makuri! No, 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 goddammit! What now? First off, Joe forgot the monologue, and he just went straight to the ending. Did I? My bad. And the rest of you, we can't all just say we're Champions of Justice. Yeah, what the hell? That's a one-person thing. Can you blame us? We're following your example. Seriously, guys, I'm right here. You know, Negaforce from the Negaverse. The evil Negaverse come to steal all your energy and enslave your world. That Negaverse. Just come back later. Lucas, you okay? Everybody else was yelling. Let's just regroup, guys. Really? Really? Oh my Nega god. I better be getting a raise for this Jedi. 
this is just gonna keep happening, isn't it? This enigma from Mystery Alaska is our resident game journalist, as he writes reviews for the Northern Light newspaper. Everyone, please welcome DQP. Slowly but surely, the world of video games is moving into a fully digital age. It's not hard to see. We've all spent that week throwing our money at a Steam sale or deciding to stay in and just download a digital copy of a major retail release instead. More and more games these days don't even have that retail release, opting for a system of purely digital distribution. You won't be able to walk into a store and buy cartridges or discs of these games, so you'll just have to settle with connecting to the internet and watching the percentages slowly crawl up. And hey, sometimes that wait for the download is worth it and makes a great game feel that much better. The nominees for Best Downloadable Game are... Dive Kick Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies Poker Knight 2 And The Stanley Parable Best Downloadable Game And the winner is... Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies. The decision to have the Ace Attorney franchise go purely digital in the West may continue to be questioned, but it shouldn't matter, as long as we keep getting these great games. The runner-up was The Stanley Parable. Last year's win in this category was Journey. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies is nominated five times tonight, and this is its first win. I'm glad we skipped the awards show this year. I'd rather be spending the evening in the company of a few good friends than some fancy pants shindig that won't even let me in just because I kept getting plugged by the metal detectors. Here, I'll here. show. Speaking of which, what did you guys pick for your personal game of the year? Oh, that's easy. GTA 5. I ain't never seen a better representation of what it's like to live my life. Cruising the streets, running from the popo, doing the jobs ain't no one else got the balls for. Ted, you live in a magical world inside the TV and fight manifestations of people's id. You're just jealous of my swag, admit it. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Anyway, I've got to give it to Metal Gear Rising. I mean, the combat is great and all, but for some reason I like Raiden as a protagonist a lot. Not sure why, really. Maybe it's because you guys have so much in common. What? Nah, no way. I mean, Raiden's a guy who became a soldier as a kid and got in a really bad situation trying to bring someone back, which resulted in a bunch of his body parts being replaced with metal analogs, and wow, I actually felt that argue and die as it was leaving my mouth. Oh, oh, my turn! Let me guess. Y'all are gonna pick some kitty with smiles and balloons and crap on the cover, am I right? Actually, I was going to pick The Last of Us because of all of its technical artistry and gorgeous atmosphere coupled with an emotionally gripping story told through brilliant vocal performances. Wow, Pinky, that's actually a pretty well-reasoned argument. Wait for it! But I decided to pick Weed Party U instead because it has party in the name! Saw that coming! Incidentally, Mario Party Island Tour is number three! <sighs> of course it is. How about you, Sonic? You've been awful quiet. Did you play any good games this year? I don't want to talk about it. Sorry, what was that? I said I don't want to talk oh, about yeah, it! Hell? Dude, dude, are you okay? You don't look too good. I don't even know what happened! I had nothing but positive press and previews all year, then the game drops and everyone gives up! Where did it all go so wrong? Let's see, the broken parkour system, the overabundant gimmick stages, the meteor... Oh boy! Hey bartender! Another round! Looks like we're gonna be here a while!
Our next presenter might as well be the next voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. After all, his voiceover talent extends beyond that role to other characters over at Sonic Paradox. Everyone, please welcome Game Buddy. It takes a skilled writer to build a convincing character, but it takes an equally skilled performer to bring that character to life. As video games strive to create a more engaging narrative experience with cinematic cutscenes, motion capture animation, and extensive dialogue, actors are more important than they've ever been in video games. Whether they play a focal character in the game's story or merely provide quick voice clips around the occasional cutscene, a great voice actor is key to complete what could become a beloved icon. The nominees for Best Voice Acting Performance are Courtney Draper as Elizabeth Comstock from Bioshock Infinite. This is where you start moralizing, Booker. You forget. I know you. I'm not going to let you kill him. Really? Booker? What are you going to do to stop me? Not a damn thing. Laura Bailey as Marth from Fire Emblem Awakening. I'm about to save your life from him. I trust this proof will suffice. Ellen McLean as GLaDOS from Poker Night 2. Hey, where'd my money go? To a pleasant upstate farm where it has room to play with all its currency friends. The robot from Pandora is out of chips. I might as well say it now. I've always loved you, baby. Were I outfitted with a dry heave subroutine, I'd activate it now. And Kevin Brighting as the narrator from The Stanley Parable. This is the story of a man named Stanley. Stanley worked for a company in a big building where he was employee number 427. Employee number 427's job was simple. He sat at his desk in room 427 and he pushed buttons on a keyboard. Best voice acting performance. And the winner is... Kevin Brighting, The Stanley Parable. As the only voice in Stanley's world, Kevin's dulcet tones matched with clever writing provided a truly memorable narrative performance. The runner-up was Courtney Draper as Elizabeth Comstock from Bioshock Infinite. Last year's win in this category was Martin Sheen as the elusive man from Mass Effect 3. The Stanley Parable is nominated seven times tonight, and this is its second win. Our next presenter aspires to work in the game industry, either through art or design. Meanwhile, you can find him broadcasting on Twitch. Everyone, please welcome Solid Snake 120. Input 1, all-in-one. Magic meets science. Beta tested in the future. Okay, so maybe the slogans didn't make any sense. But Microsoft still had a lot to be excited about this year. There's a 360 went out with a bang. The Xbox One hit the ground running with some stellar games to keep people connected live. A devilish adventure with a re-envisioned classic. The gritty story of an assassin on the high seas. The latest in a wacky post-apocalyptic power fantasy, the biggest budget game ever made, and a revival of an old rareware classic. Over 46 million people are connected online, and they've got as much of a reason as ever to be excited for what comes next. The nominees for Best Xbox 360 or Xbox One Game are... 
Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Dead Rising 3. DMC Devil May Cry. Grand Theft Auto 5. And Killer Instinct. Best Xbox 360 or Xbox One game. And the winner is... Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. It was a pirating adventure for Edward Kenway, as well as for players whose faith in the franchise was redeemed on the high seas. The runner-up was Grand Theft Auto V. Last year's winner in this category was Borderlands 2. This is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag's only nomination tonight, and its only win. Hello and welcome to the Show Me Your News Network Game of the Year show. That is a lot of words that become an acronym as S-M-Y-N-N-G-O-T-Y show. I am Super, host of Superfluous on the Show Me Your News Network. Superfluous is the spoiler-tastic show full of discussion and tangents and everything you know and love without any of the footsies around the issues. That's right, we talk about how Ares dies and Optimus Prime dies and that guy dies, and everyone dies, and everyone gets to die! You play The Walking Dead? I can tell you right now, someone dies. Probably a lot of people. And it's going to be your fault. You play A Link Between Worlds? I bet Ganon dies. Mario 3D World? Did you know that Bowser stole something or kidnapped someone? I bet they did. And let's not forget Bioshock Infant, where I bet there's a twist and the writer commits autofellatio. And who knew that Marth was really Martha? That's right, such truth bombs and riveting discussion happen on Superfluous whenever it uploads. And spoilers, you've run over at least 10 hookers in Grand Theft Auto V. Now, back to the show. Superflaus. When he's not studying video game history, you'll find him rocking out on keyboard in a band. Everyone, please welcome Psycho Wing X9. An industry as large and rapidly growing as ours, sometimes coming up with a brand new original idea is a massive risk. The reason why we have such an overflow of sequels among games is because those are the games that are guaranteed to make money. With this in mind, we should always throw a little extra respect towards those that took the risk and created something different. Whether these ideas were a product of established AAA developers, had the backing of one of the most influential animation studios in the world, or was simply a mod John standalone game at last. Let's give these ideas a salute as they strive for bringing a bit more variety to our medium. The nominees for Best New Intellectual Property are... Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. The Last of Us. Stanley Parable. And the Wonderful 101. Best New IP. And the winner is... The Wonderful 101. The action-filled Platinum Games title may have not had the best sales, but its quality on Wii U is undeniable. The runner-up was Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Last year's winner in this category was Sleeping Dogs. This is the Wonderful 101's only nomination tonight, 
and it's only when. He was the host of SSX Ubercast, and he's currently working on the Kickstarter game Read Only Memories. Everyone, please welcome Charmy. Sometimes game series can go on for longer than they should. Sequels can become tiresome, tedious, or tasteless. Other times, a company may try to reinvent a series so that it's more user-friendly to new audiences, and then they end up sacrificing worthy aspects. Perhaps it's been an eternity since the last installment and the IP rights changed to another team, so it could just be downright butchered. With shaking hands, the longtime fan booted up the game to find, to their surprise, that all that worry and doubt was for naught. The nominees for Most Pleasant Surprise are... Animal Crossing New Leaf Fire Emblem Awakening Sly Cooper Thieves in Time and The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds Most Pleasant Surprise and the winner is Fire Emblem Awakening. This category is meant to be for games that exceeded fan expectations, and with how well Awakening did critically, it did just that. The runner-up was Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. Last year's winner in this category was Nintendo Land. Fire Emblem Awakening is nominated nine times tonight, and this is its third win. Show me news! And now, coming for your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me News! Your favorite Super Smash Bros. Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at ShowMeYourNews.com. Now, let's join the show. Hello and welcome to Show Me Your News Mini Edition 2014. Joining me today is a puppet I made out of a sock and a googly eye I found outside. Say hi, Saki. That's fantastic. Let's get right into our top stories. First up is Zelda. Yes, she is returning once again. The interesting thing is that one of her updates shows her in the picture very much how she was posed as Sheik previously. What does this mean for her? We don't know. Licensing with Marvel has fallen through for Capcom, and a lot of their digital services have now gone. Yes, Deadpool and other Marvel games have disappeared off of digital services. You can still find them in brick and mortar, but for how long is anyone's guess? Fallout, Fallout 2, and Fallout Taxes were pulled from GOG.com, as Bethesda has now claimed all rights as of January 1st, 2014. Out recently is Dr. Luigi and Max, The Curse of Brotherhood. And lastly, for our soapbox, we have Apex is coming. Seriously, Apex is coming. Three Show Me Your News members, including myself, are going. It's gonna be hype. And on that, it's time to end. This concludes episode 150 of Show Me Your News. But we're going to keep it going with the Show Me Your News Network Game of the Year Awards. I am Super, and I am out. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at ShowMeYourNews.com. Fans can interact with other stinjas at the friendliest community on the net at ShowMeYourNews.com slash forum. Show Me News! Greetings, trainers, young and old. The Kalos region welcomes you with open arms as you begin your journey once again. New creatures, new locations, and new friends, bringing an already beloved series into 3D for the first time, introducing a new type for the first time since 1998, and adding the concept of mega evolutions for some species. 
This installment changed these games as we knew them and shook up of the way we'll play the franchise for years to come. Join your new friends as you attempt to once again earn the eight gym badges across the land, but beware, the evil team flare is up to no good. What could their motivation be, and what does it have to do with the legend of the ancient war? The fourth nominee for Show Me Your News, Game of the Year. This is Pokemon X and Y. While he tinkers with cars and co-hosts WTF Pokemon, you may notice how he sounds like Yoko. Well, that's because they're brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sword Hunter. How many games were released this year? 200? Maybe more? Games are expensive, not to mention time-consuming. If you manage to play just one game a month, you're already ahead of the curve. With such a vast library to choose from, it's inevitable that some games are going to get glossed over or missed entirely by the masses. Too often do we discover this one game that no one has ever heard of, but we just know that everyone needs to play it. Whether we manage to succeed in spreading the word, or we just quietly move on to whatever comes next, these rare finds are the kinds of games that we'll never forget. The nominees for Most Underrated Game are... Artemis Spaceship Bridge Simulator Lego City Undercover Shin Megami Tensei 4 and Sly Cooper Thieves in Time Most Underrated and the winner is... Artemis Spaceship Bridge Simulator! The game is still having improvements made to it, but everyone who has wanted to experience the Starship Enterprise fantasy needs to play Artemis. The runner-up was Shin Megami Tensei 4. Last year's winner in this category was Tokyo Jungle. Artemis Spaceship Bridge Simulator is nominated three times tonight, and this is its first win. He's the original Melee Beast with Bowser, and he now owns both the growing Nintendo game collection as well as his own company, 62-Bit Gaming. Everyone, please welcome Gimpy Fish. With some gaming consoles shifting their focus towards streaming television and other various utilities, it's always nice to know that one company is still putting all they've got into making great games. Like a big new adventure with microscopic creatures, a quick and challenging platformer with a limbless icon, an epic quest to fight colossal creatures the world over, a gorgeous return to the oceans over a lost kingdom, and a brand new Mushroom Kingdom adventure with a feline twist. We may not have seen too many games from Nintendo's latest system this year, but the ones we got sure made it worth the long waits. The nominees for Best Wii U Game are... 
Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Pikmin 3. Rayman Legends. Super Mario 3D World. And The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker HD. Best Wii U game. And the winner is... Super Mario 3D World. Fans were at first disappointed that this game wasn't a Galaxy sequel, but when those same fans now think it's the best 3D Mario title, now that's something special. The runner-up was The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker HD. Last year's winner in this category was Xenoblade Chronicles. This is Super Mario 3D World's only nomination tonight, and its only win. Just surveying all these games and it has me saying Voting, voting, did we all get it right? Right? Cause there's Tomb Raider, Raider How can you hate her? As for Gone Home, it is meant for greater Just forgotten, invisible like rain Rain I just wish we could go back one more time and replay it Back before these games got snubbed and I And I played it We got stuck for too long We read the rules wrong Player one dies And it impacts what I like We should stop this and I must insist that these games weren't loved enough These games weren't loved enough Suck for too long We read the rules wrong Getting last place Or you just give the story hate We should stop this And I must insist that these games weren't loved enough These games weren't loved enough Me two souls, two souls Ellen's mo-capped role Those two brothers And their tale with one goal Swapper, swapper, you must admit you miss it. You, you missed it. Well, I just wish we could go back one more time and replay it. Back before these games got snubbed and I, and I played it. We got stuck for too long. We read the rules wrong Player one dies And it impacts what I like We should stop this And I must insist that these games weren't loved enough These games weren't loved enough Stuck for too long We read the rules wrong Getting last place Or you just give the story hate We should stop this And I must insist that these games weren't loved enough These games weren't loved enough don't you like it? Did you play this at all? Playing, playing, I'm just surveying. Don't you like it? Did you play this at all? Playing, playing, I'm just surveying. Stuck for too long. 
We read the rules wrong. Player one dies, and it impacts what I do. We should stop this. And I must insist that these games weren't loved enough. These games weren't loved enough. Stuck for too long. We read the rules wrong. Getting last place. We just did the story. Hey, we should stop this. And I must insist that these games weren't loved enough. These games weren't loved enough. I'm just surveying all these games and we did the right thing. He's an Apple enthusiast who knows all about weaving narratives, as he has one in progress on the SMYM forums. Everyone, please welcome Kind King 01. Good evening, everyone. It's great to be back here at the SMYN Game of the Year Awards. You know what I love most about gaming? The stories. Every game has a story. Heck, even Super Mario Bros. had a story. Sure, it was simple and you could only get the whole thing by reading the instruction booklet, but the point is, it had a story. Games and stories, they go hand in hand. As time has gone by, we've only figured out more and more ways to tell these stories. Now, writing for a game is not easy. It's so different compared to writing a book or even a movie. Yet writers from all over the world have taken up the challenge, and gaming now has so many stories to choose from. Some great, and some, well, well not so great. <laughs> These are the tales of the first variety. The nominees for best story in a game are... Bioshock Infinite. Fire Emblem Awakening. The Last of Us, and The Stanley Parable. Best Story. And the winner is... Bioshock Infinite. Booker and Elizabeth's journey to escape Columbia had its twists and turns, and while some may complain about the gameplay, few can knock the narrative. The runner-up was Fire Emblem Awakening. Last year's winner in this category was The Walking Dead. Bioshock Infinite is nominated eight times tonight, and this is its third win. He's just living the daft life in the city that never sleeps. Everyone, please welcome Moktar. Next time you're playing a game, I want you to do something that most people would call stupid. I want you to close your eyes and listen. Listen to the music that's accompanying your experience. Truly listen to it. From the quiet tunes of a forest to the loud, energetic drums of a battle. Music is a diverse and wonderful part of this medium. We've come a long way from old NES sound chips that could usually only process three tones at a time. Music in games has become orchestrated and grand. A good soundtrack can make the 13th Zubat you've encountered in the past hour feel like a tense and powerful moment. It can enhance the already awesome experience of riding a dragon across a gorgeous landscape, make you feel like this is truly an important battle as you fight for the fate of the entire world, and much more. Without music, games 
just wouldn't be quite the same. The nominees for Best Soundtrack in a Game are... Fire Emblem Awakening Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix Ni no Kuni Wrath of the White Witch and Pokemon X and Y Best Soundtrack And the winner is Fire Emblem Awakening From solemn tunes to choral battle themes Awakening's musical selections had it all with an impressive quality for a 3DS game The runner-up was Pokemon X and Y Last year's winner in this category was Rhythm Heaven Fever. Fire Emblem Awakening is nominated nine times tonight, and this is its fourth win. Now, the Show Me Your News Game of the Year awards are meant to highlight the best that gaming has to offer. But what about the other side of the spectrum? That's right, you know what time it is. I'm Yoko, and SMYN Top 10 presents the Top 10 Worst Games of 2013. Coming in at number 10 is Star Trek, the video game. This sloppy, glitchy mess turned out to be a completely uninspired third-person shooter, whose other game influences consistently fail to live up to the source. While the use of the likenesses and voices of the movie's actors is a plus, this game needs to hit the warp drive out of your system. Coming in at number 9 is LocoCycle. Not even Lisa Foyles as the voice of an artificially intelligent motorcycle could save this hideous Xbox One launch title. Dull, repetitive gameplay, cheesy humor, rough next-gen graphics, it almost makes getting dragged unwillingly by a bike seem preferable. Coming in at number 8 is MLB 2K13. You know how sports video games often have that undue stigma about just being roster updates from year to year? Sadly, this game was exactly that. Roster update, removal of online leagues, and still a $60 price point. Strike 3, you're out. Coming in at number 7 is Aliens Colonial Marines. This won our most disappointing game award for a reason. When you have a great demo and trailer associated with a classic franchise like Aliens, then after some internal development controversy, the final product was this dreadful? Felt just like being impaled by a xenomorph. Coming in at number 6 is Girl Fight. Take a lousy, clunky fighter inspired by Dead or Alive with only 8 female characters that have uninspired, similar designs. You guessed it, the cleavage factor is the only reason this tripe exists. Honestly, if you want the concept of an all-female fighter, Skullgirls is right there. Coming in at number 5 is The Walking Dead. Survival Instinct. It's so terribly sad that when you say, The Walking Dead game, you have to clarify that you mean the Telltale game instead of this garbage. Yes, the TV show is popular, but an ugly, messy first-person shooter is clearly not the best way to experience the walker threat. Coming in at number 4 is NBA Live 14. Imagine if your rival game put out a gorgeous trailer online, but then the next day you revealed your trailer and it's a total stinker by comparison. After seeing what the final game played like, this was unacceptable and yet sadly predictable for the few years of development in the troubled Live series. Airball! Coming in at number 3 is Fighter Within. 
The new Kinect on Xbox One is much better than the original, sure, but when it still hasn't delivered on the device's initial visions, why do developers think a fighting game without a controller is a good idea? As you can guess, the debacle that is Fighter Within illuminates this perfectly. Just try to look normal playing this. Coming in at number 2 is Ride to Hell Retribution. Between its three platforms, this game has an average Metacritic score of 16. 16! Do you realize how crazy that is? That is the lowest rated game in Steam's entire library. Watch any video review and you'll see how broken, immature, glitchy, and unplayable this is. But at least it's not the culmination of a troubling industry trend. Alright, in case you forgot already, here's a quick recap. Number 10, Star Trek The Video Game. Number 9, LocoCycle. Number 8, MLB 2K13. Number 7, Aliens Colonial Marines. Number 6, Girl Fight. Number 5, The Walking Dead Survival Instinct. Number 4, NBA Live 14. Number 3, Fighter Within. And number 2, Ride to Hell Retribution. And the number 1 worst game of 2013, according to the SMYN Network, is Final Fantasy All the Bravest. It plays off of nostalgia with its retro visuals, sure, but in the worst possible way. It is inexplicable, absurd, and downright insulting for this mobile game to be as microtransaction heavy as it is. The game plays itself as you mindlessly and endlessly swipe across the screen, while it ruthlessly concocts ways to attempt to part you from your money. This cash grab is the Show Me Your News, all the worst game of 2013. And that's it, the top 10 worst games of 2013. If you want to create your own top 10 list about any nerdy topic you'd like, you can learn more at showmeyournews.com slash top T-E-N. With that, let's get back to the show. She takes on many roles in the SMYN community. Fan, artist, wife, and most importantly, mother. Everyone, please welcome Sugar Poultry. For a gamer, everything starts at the trailer. Sure, you may have generated some excitement when you read about the announcement or when the game was casually mentioned in an interview, but more often than not, that first spark of hype took place when you watched the trailer. A good trailer can cause you to run out and pre-order the game immediately because did you see that? That looks amazing! Sadly, a trailer is just a trailer, and an epic one may hide a rather lackluster game. But for those brief moments, that little video which lasts a few minutes might have made you the happiest you've ever been. The nominees for Best Game Trailer are... Kingdom Hearts 3 Reveal Trailer I am who I am because of them. Project M 3.0 Trailer Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS. Debut trailer. And Monolith Soft's X. Debut trailer. Best Game Trailer. And the winner is... Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS. 
Some of these may have been more surprising or technically impressive, but in a community founded with a passion for Smash Brothers, it's hard to top this. The runner-up was Kingdom Hearts 3. Last year's winner in this category was Watch Dogs. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS is nominated two times tonight, and this is its first win. Since we surfed on the right side of Cinnabar Island, after our next presenter speaks, you might want to check the sixth item in your inventory. The creator of the SMYN RPG demo, everyone, please welcome Missing No. Sometimes there's just that one song that gets lodged in your brain. It plays over and over in your head until it comes dangerously close to driving you crazy. It's these tunes that stand out among already fantastic soundtracks, and 2013 was a year of diverse music, which you can see from the nominees we have here tonight. In this category alone, we see a cover of an old pseudo-hymnal, an epic theme of war, the tense music of a battle with a villain, and a song meant only to represent the idea of survival. These songs are notable for going above and beyond the other tracks that accompanied them, becoming the ones that you'll never forget. After all, your brain just won't let you. The nominees for best song in a game are... Will the Circle Be Unbroken from Bioshock Infinite. Will the circle be unbroken by and by, by and by? Id Purpose from Fire Emblem Awakening. Versus Team Flare Boss from Pokemon X and Y. And main theme from The Last of Us. And the winner is... Fire Emblem Awakening! Another very strong list of nominees where each deserved to win, but the Fire Emblem track creates a soundtrack and song combo win for the game. The runner-up was Bioshock Infinite. This is a new category this year. Fire Emblem Awakening is nominated nine times tonight, and this is its fifth win. Welcome to What Are You Playing, where we tell you the titles we're working through. Be they old or be they new, listen, learn, and ask a question or two. It is the Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards for 2013, and even though What Are You Playing ended as a show, halfway through this year we still continue on in the Show Me Your News podcast. That is true. We wanted to keep the memory alive by covering the top five games, or the top favorite games we played. Not so far the best, but the top five favorite games we played this year. Yeah, and a lot of you know YouTube personalities, they're doing their top ten you know, best games of the year. Well, these are 
the games that we've played this year. They don't have to be from 2013. These aren't 2013 release games. Our top five favorite games, period. And we're going to start with Tony TH, who is sick and cannot make the show this evening. But he still sent along his list for us to critique. I mean, for us to review. So it starts at number five with Rayman Legends. It's a good game. I, I would debate that that's one of the ten best games this year if I had to make a list mm. like that. Uh, uh, but as far as the top five, I've not really played it outside of playing one demo, falling off the same cliff five times, and saying, screw it, this isn't the game for me. But at least for a platformer, it regenerates quickly, doesn't rely on lives. You gotta like that. Number four, Sonic Lost World. Surprised to see that on the list. Well, Tony is a person with a lot of wrong opinions. I mean, uh, <laughs> he's he's a person who has strange... He likes Shadow, okay? I think that says enough right there. He'll have to defend that when he's here later. Number three, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I'm okay with this idea. It's not the dark of the moon like Transformers, but... It was still a good game this year. It was a fantastic game, and up until that last holiday rush, it was definitely a contention for my game of the year. Number two, Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus. Tony is an unabashed Ratchet and Clank fan, and it's good to apparently they made an enjoyable game this year. Yeah, it's nice to see them come back, because I still think Sony's hurting for real, you know, mascots, because, you know, you got Nathan Drake, sort of? But mm -hmm. Kratos, Sackboy. They don't the have one defining one, yeah. Yeah, it's not nothing to define them is what I'm saying here. Mm -hmm. And in his number one favorite game of this year is Super Mario 3D World. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. He just got a Wii U this holiday, so... Yes, he did. It's and uh, that. Like, well, he like Lost World on there as well. The Wii U version. 3D World, pretty fun. It sure is. Well, what about your top five favorite game, Super? My top five favorite games that I played this year starts off with Fire Emblem Awakening. Good game, good game. It was a fantastic game, and I played the hell out of it for so many hours. It's gotta be over 100, right? Oh, yes. Uh, the next one would be Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, just barely beating out Fire Emblem. Actually, nearly everything on this list is from 2013, because I haven't had that much time to play even old games. Hmm. Uh, but Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, definitely a really good game. Following that one up, though, would be Super Mario 3D World. Did have a chance and an opportunity to play this, where you got through two worlds right off the bat. And it was very fun. It's a little so tricky that, with multiplayer, but it really excels as a single-player game. I'd imagine that uh, entirely, and, you know, I'd imagine it being really, really good at four players. Number two, Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds. Oh, great game. Uh, it was fantastic. I had so much fun. I just loved having all the items available to me, solving puzzles the way I want to solve them, and sometimes not in the way they were intended. I could do this, this, and this with this item, or I could throw a bomb and run! You know, and the only gripe is that it might be too short and the bosses are too easy, but then you say, well, there's hero mode. It mm -hmm. kind of changes things. It's a really well done game. And I think fans can guess your number one favorite game this year. It's Project Dad! Yeah. Yeah, it's so fun. I'm playing a good Sonic now. I am loving Roy. Meta Knight's not changed from 2.6, which was fantastic. Oh my god, I love it. I'm going to Apex to play more of it. Hey, Yoko, how about you tell me your top five, because I've gushed about this enough. 
hype for Apex. My top five favorite games. I think I only have two. No, oh, two games. Two games this year from 2013. And one of them comes in number five. It's Beyond Two Souls. Um, David Cage games are very polarizing. I'm one who enjoys them. Granted, they are weird controls. They're not always the best games. But with the cinematic level of quality and how the graphics look and the stories, it's very interesting. I played through the game twice. One on solo and one on co-op. And... It was fun both times, so I really enjoyed that. Number four, Okami. Uh, oh. Obviously, it was the it was the Okami HD version, but it's still a great Zelda-like experience. And if you're a fan of the Legend of Zelda franchise, you need to play Okami I'll because it's a, do it eventually. <laughs> it's a very interesting experience to compare the two. And you know, I know Tony and I were gushing about that when we were going through our playthroughs. Uh, number three is last year's Game of the Year award winner. Number three, Telltale's The Walking Dead. Um, I still have to get to episode one of season two, even though I've purchased it, but producing this show comes before playing that game. So I'm looking forward to getting to season two, but there's a reason it won our Game of the Year award last year. The Walking Dead from Telltale is fantastic. Number two, my personal Game of the Year is The Last of Us. Just the quality that Naughty Dog does, the storytelling, the characters... The acting in that game is fantastic for a video game standard. And some people may not like the stealth aspect. It's not a fun game at all. It's not meant to be a fun game. It is a brutal game. It is difficult. It was very frustrating at points, but I think the overall experience uh, was something I really enjoyed this year, and that's why I think The Last of Us is my personal game of the year if I had to pick for 2013. That's supposed to be a fun game. I think I might find fun in that. I, th- I think you like it, but that that involves PS3 or, you know, Gaikai eventually on PS4. That's a whole other thing altogether. We're gonna wait on that one. Yeah. My number one favorite game that I played this year was Zero Project Escape. Game. Zero oh. Escape Virtue's Last Reward. Um, this is a game that is very, very complicated in its story. Uh, the gameplay makes you think when you're into these rooms and you have to try to escape Uh, but it's all about character it's all about story and the complexity you think you know bioshock infinite had a mind-blowing ending no i will sing the praises of the game zero escape virtues last reward and its ending because that is something else and they set up the third game in the trilogy because the nine hours nine persons nine doors game came before it the sequel which is Probably upcoming in the next couple of years sometime. Cannot wait for that. So glad I got into that series. Well, that's our top five favorite games this year from the Show Me Your News and What Are You Playing team. Ah, it's unfortunate that Tony couldn't make it out for this one. He's still got that, that hangover, that, that party. Yeah, yes. from the space camp. And, and he also got a, a ride to space, that's right. Being mm-hmm. sick in space, that's that's not fun. Why do you think he's sick? He's in space. Hedgehogs yes. don't belong in space. It all makes sense now. Well, we hope you look forward to 2014 in gaming. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Super. And let's get back to the show. A mutated strain of cordyceps fungus has racked the brains of most of the population, spreading like wildfire.
Joel and his brother managed to escape the frantic throngs filled with innocent people and tainted victims, but at a terrible cost. Twenty years later, the world is barely held together from the epidemic as the military tries to keep things intact. Joel has become cold, distant, and is always looking out for number one. That is, until his life is turned upside down when he is tasked with transporting a young girl by the name of Ellie across the states to the resistance group known as the Fireflies. Themes of loyalty, sacrifice, family, and loss surround you as Joel comes to terms with his past and realizes how far he's willing to go to protect what little he has left in this broken world. The fifth and final nominee for Show Me Your News Game of the Year, this is The Last of Us. Our next presenter ever owned a dog by himself, which happened to be legendary in yellow, we'd have a pretty good guess at what he would name it. Everyone, please welcome Exo Ryko. In an industry that is constantly evolving and developing new ideas and technologies, we often find ourselves wondering what's going to come next. Over the next year, we can expect to see a kick-started revival of a fan-favorite concept, the most extensive mod of a console game ever, a cross-platform crossover smash-up, and an intriguing game about hacking anything and everything that you can see. And just think, these are just a few of the great things that the year of 2014 plans to bring us. Will they be Game of the Year contenders, or get pulled in with next year's biggest disappointments? All we can say for sure is that it's going to be another interesting year. The nominees for most anticipated game are... Mighty number no. 9 Project M Super Smash Bros for Wii U and 3DS and Watch Dogs Most anticipated And the winner is Super Smash Bros for Wii U and the 3DS while this may have seemed like a no-brainer to this community of Smash fans, the voting was closer than you'd think. The runner-up was Watch Dogs. Last year's winner in this category was Pikmin 3. Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS is nominated two times tonight, and this is its second win. And that was an amazing montage of Yoko's time at Space Camp. Alright, on to the next bit of the show as we wind down. And, uh, what is that? Hey, Evil, show me your news, we're here, Negaverse. Give us your energy, blah, blah, blah. Where is security? Nega. Scum. And why aren't they all fired? Moon, prism, power! Oh my god, they're naked. On stage. They're all 
over 18, right? We are the Sailor Scouts of Moon Prism Power Hour, the champions of justice, in the name of Neptune! In the name of Pluto, which is no longer a planet, but will pretend it is, I'll punish you! In the name of Mars, I will right wrongs and triumph over evil. Makiri no kawat, oshiokyo! Wait, what? I mean, in the name of Jupiter, that means you. We are the warriors of love and justice, and I'm afraid you've met your match, nigga trash. We'll see about that, Sailor Brats! <laughs> Wait, are they back? I'm strangely okay with this. All this build-up had better been worth it, I swear. What's the plan of action, Sailor Scouts? I could roast it with my fire. Or strike it with my lightning. I actually don't know what my what powers my sailor has. She hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, same. So now what? Wait a minute, I've got this. I know how to win the fight. How? I'm the biggest expert on the one unbeatable move. I've seen it done a million times, probably more. How did you see it so many times? Do you know how many fucking times I have to watch every single sequence when I'm editing? I've got this. Whatever, just do it. Take it away, Sailor Sony Vegas. to thank us, show me your news. We're merely doing our job. Don't worry, we weren't going to. Sailor Scouts! Now what? Tuxedo Fangs! Remember, Moon Prism Power Hour? Believe in yourselves, and there's nothing you can't do! Wow, thanks, Tuxedo Fangs! Wait, she just left? Tuxedo Fangs is so dreamy. D do you think Tuxedo Fangs would go on a date with me? You're all, you're all like silly lovesick frogs just waiting for a fly to fly into your mouth. We should get out of here too before this bit starts to get old. Yeah, we reached that point like two minutes ago. Right. Farewell, show me your news. If the Negaverse ever shows its ugly face again, you know who to call. Ghostbusters! He hosts the network show Superfluous and is one of the co-hosts of Show Me Your News. On that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Super. It's a sad fact of life that if most of us were put up against the often unrealistic dangers of a video game, said dangers would likely make quick work of us. Unless, of course, you're a trembling little plumber. That's why we have our heroes. These are the characters that step up to the challenge, even if that challenge could, and probably did, technically end their existence over and over again. Tonight we honor these heroes. A modern-day Rapunzel with the ability to transcend reality. The often overlooked brother of a much more famous icon. A lawyer who's been absent from the spotlight for nearly ten years. And a little girl who could very well be the key to humanity's survival. These are the heroes that stepped up because nobody else could. The nominees for Protagonist of the Year are Elizabeth Comstock from Bioshock Infinite. I'm a friend. 
Time to get you out get of here. Get away! Are you real? I'm real enough. He's coming. You, you've got to go. Luigi, from Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. Phoenix Wright, from Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies. These are dark times, where the law has been reduced to rubble. And it's up to us to restore it to its former glory. Time to bring it to an end. Ellie, from The Last of Us. Light on the reading, but it's got some interesting photos. Now, now Ellie, that ain't for kids. Whoa! How, how the hell would he even walk around with that thing? Get rid of that. Well, hold Just... your horses. I want to see what all the fuss is about. Protagonist of the year. And the winner is... Luigi from Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. It's debatable if Luigi was the best character in a game this year, but Nintendo's marketing department certainly helped make it his year to win. The runner-up was Elizabeth Comstock from Bioshock Infinite. Last year's winner in this category was Herschel Layton from Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask. This is Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon's only nomination tonight, and its only win. We've covered bits from across the SMYN Network show so far, but we can't forget the podcast that started it all. Before we present the final award for the evening, we'd like to present this compilation of Show Me Your News Moments from 2013. I have to talk to my future self for next year. Cool your jets on Steam sales, bro. Seriously, um, I got overall 22 <laughs> games. 22 games. Like you have a you have a big enough backlog already. What the hell are you doing? I know, I know, it's a great deal, but hold on and don't buy so many games. Now I'm thinking about the uh, the gamepad as like a first person kind of view, and then I'm thinking like Pokemon Snap Two would be so great. Oh yep. my god, I've been bitching about that on Twitter for like ever. Especially Wouldn't it be the best. Especially what pissed me off. Was in that in that feed? They go like, "Oh, in the new Pikmin game, <laughs> yeah. you can take pictures of the Pikmin." Like, yeah. like that's great. How about we do that for Pokemon Snap too? And then she starts giving all these reasons why she likes Snorlax, and I'm like, "This doesn't make any sense with the contents of the games." She's talking strictly out of the anime. Hmm. And I'm just kind of like, "Oh, she's an anime. She liked the anime. Okay. Well, you know, you should look up this thing called WTFP." And she just kind of gives me this look. I'm like, what? And she's just like, I already know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? From Brian2799. Yeah. Maybe they got him confused with Obama. <laughs> Maybe they did, Brian2799. Maybe they did. Ubisoft releases a video game with evil George Washington. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> By the way, screw Cliff Blazinski or whatever his name is. Uh, he is Mike Wazowski. Off, <laughs> he is the most off base. Like, thank you, thank you for getting that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Because that's like the big holdup in the games industry is that the parents don't know anything. 
Yeah, I'll buy my kid Call of Duty. He's 10 years old. What do I care? I don't know anything. What is that? M? M for Mucho Cool. Great game. I like that. Mucho Cool. I do too. That's a good Not one, M dude. for... Mm, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the bear jokes was like... We we started doing it at first, and, and people like... You know, in the episode of Banjo-Kazooie, everyone was like kind of enjoying it. And then by the end of the episode... They were obsessed with it. And our goal was we wanted to see how long it would take for us to upset our audience. And we, we never that did. Time is we, still going. <laughs> it's still going. Put game demos on the eShop. I know, I know. It's probably really difficult and you might not do it. But if you want a way to turn this around, have your floor demos go out on the eShop. Even if it's for a week. Even if it's for a few days. That's how you turn this around and try to cater it to the fans. That's 100% agree. I can't believe that they haven't done this before. Oh, sorry. I had to mute for a second because reasons. Sorry. Uh, Did strippers show up at your house? Yeah, they broke Again. my 3DS. Again. <laughs> they broke the the 3DS. I'm going to yeah, call this... Uh, they said that they were going to announce an old Rare franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be Killer Instinct. By the way, I'm pretty sure before the, in the last episode, I said that the Xbox was going to go the multimedia way and not show any games at the conference, so I did it. <laughs> there you go. Super, you're saying the sports thing is, like, good for people who like sports. Yoko hates it. I, I don't care. You don't care? You don't I, fantasy? I, I host a sports podcast. I do fantasy. I have a freaking smartphone. Yep. I want my screen to be full with the sports action. I don't want to watch replays that take me away from live action. I can look things up on my phone, which guess what? They have apps that update automatically. You want to do smart glass? Smart glass that shit. But who is the snake reveal? The, the surprise reveal at the end of the trailer, if it happens. I'm going to say Mega Man, though. I think, I think so. the Capcom surprise is Mega Man is in Smash. Not necessarily a new game because they could show it at a you know, Microsoft or E3 or Sony E3 conference, but Mega Man and Smash sounds like it could happen. It could happen. Oh gosh! Like you're gonna wait for the crowd oh, to die right. down and you're gonna hit them with another one. You know, uh-huh. Look, it's, that's it's that's like that's like a wrestling promo to me. It is yeah. purest. It's like yeah. you don't do this and we're doing it and. I love wrestling and I love crowd reactions, so that just, I was like, yeah, Sony, drop another elbow, do it. The places that kind of like encourage like the dance floors and they're trying to be clubs, but with like a bar twist to it. I'm getting too old for that shit. That's how you pick up the ladies, though. Yeah, I like to actually have conversations. I do too, I tried. but. I like, tried and hey, what do you do? Oh, I know that that Bye, yeah. Dad. What? I'll lean into you. That's not what? where you go to pick up a girl based on conversational skills. You need to go to a chill bar for that, yeah. Yeah, you need to be a complete dog to be able to pick up girls in that setting. Just like yeah. grab one and start dancing. Screw that, it. That's what happens though, and, and hopefully you're both drunk enough to not realize that, <laughs> you know. And hopefully you're both clean as well. So there you go. Wear a condom, kid. <laughs> From Show Me Your News. <laughs> Wear the glove. Wear the glove. 
I don't understand people who like cake more than pie. I don't get that. I like good. cake more. I like cake more than pie because, like, most fruit pies and stuff like that, it makes me sick. There's just mm. like there's the, the jelly sugar stuff just really gets to me. Where a cake is like it's light and fluffy, and you know there's still sugar, but you know it's contained in I, flour. Uh... And you know it's funny that all these people are throwing all the hate on it because, like, almost immediately Nintendo released like a commercial promo thing where all they did was show kids younger than seven playing it. I'm just kind of like, there's all your proof you need. That This new model is for kids who won't break it on the hinges. I am Super, and I don't have a wallet anymore. I'm Tony, and I got another tooth put in my head. Yay. Wow, those are all both really depressing. No, no, and I got one put in. But like in, in your head? Yeah. Well, Titanium. It's... Drill. In your mouth. Okay. What's well, in my head? Yes. But like, I, I was wait, you didn't think you put it in his mouth? I think someone had where, a nose. Where's he? Where's he gonna put another tooth? There's someone who got a nose installed on their forehead. I thought Tony That's was getting teeth in his head. That's mm. weird. It is. He wants weird. to eat with his eyes. No, it's much better. I got an implant. Now I got like perfect smile. So it's like, yeah. Like, it's funny because I evolved it and he, like, forgot how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're not right, you! That's funny! I didn't even think about that! That's pretty he, funny! He just kind of goes back to bzzz and I'm like, yep. Bzzz. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is a good way to segue that Yoko's not here today. He's in space camp! He's in space camp and uh, he couldn't make it stay. So, so he just told us to do it. Yeah, because he's in space. Yep. Just for today. Yeah. Just, just today. one day. They flew him out, actually, this morning. Yeah. It was really... Uh, he, he, wanted, he wanted some sweepstakes or something. I think the, the most damning evidence I've seen is, if you look around, there's no Rosalina anywhere. Hmm. Meaning what? Meaning I wouldn't be surprised if we see Rosalina as a playable character. Or alternate costume. Or alternate costume, yes. They do have a Bowser ship and a Comet Observatory. Not the Comet Observatory, the the Mario. Starship Mario. Starship Mario, yeah. The Comet Observatory is notably absent, you're right. While we're going into the 12th Doctor, he's actually going to be the 13th Doctor. And so if the Valyard is supposed to be between the 12th and 13th regenerations, then where's the Valyard? Is that going to happen soon? I can see you just kind of throwing your hands in the air because I'm trying to... I'm trying to explain to I, you. I still have brain matter leaking out of my ears. It's okay. I'm trying to explain I, to you 50 years worth of continuity in five minutes. Nintendo goes on stage and shows Cranky Kong in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which had leaked a few days earlier from the box art. That's it? <laughs> he's, he's not going to sell anything. He's really not going to sell anything. I mean, like, I see Cranky Kong, I'm like, that's the character I'm going to play. The two player. <laughs> You can even That's... see Jeff Keighley asking Reggie, like, oh, oh, is that it? Is there anything else you have for us? And you can kind of see the hope dying from his eyes. And that kind of represented, like, oh, maybe my program I've spent so long hyping is kind of just turning to very little right, right before me. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Super. I'm Tony. And we're out. See ya. And now, to present the night's final award. He was the original co-host of Show Me Your News, and this coming year, he'll be moving to Arizona for continued work as a doctor. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Samurai Panda. Super Mario Galaxy 2, Batman Arkham City, The Walking Dead. It's finally time for one of tonight's nominees to join these past winners, as it takes its place as the fourth Show Me News Game of the Year. These are large shoes to fill, and this award can't go to just any old game. What's more, like all these awards tonight, it was chosen by everyone who decided to vote. This is it, Spinjas. The moment of truth. Once more... The nominees for Show Me Your News Game of the Year are Bioshock Infinite Fire Emblem Awakening Grand Theft Auto 5 Pokemon X and Y and The Last of Us the year. And your 2013 Show Me Your News Game of the Year is Fire Emblem Awakening. Fire Emblem Awakening surprised us all not only by taking home the most awards tonight, but also the one that matters most. Not only is it our Game of the Year, but it also represented the revival of the 3DS platform this year. The runner-up was The Last of Us. Last year's win in this category was The Walking Dead. Fire Emblem Awakening was nominated nine times tonight, and this is its sixth win. That does it for the 2013 Show Me Your News Game of the Year Awards. I'd like to thank everyone who helped provide lines tonight, Rachel for announcing, Dark Ryan the Dobaga for their help writing, friends and family for their support, and everyone who helped with the creation of musical numbers or bits. That includes Gym Leader Ben, The Dobaga, Toon Lucas, Darkrai, Sword Hunter, Super, Major Moses, Decaf78, Joel, and Cyberlink420. Everyone in the Show Me Your News community, you are the best. And you are why I put myself through this every year, to put on a great product that each and every Sminja can be proud of. I love you all. Anyway, we're going to close with one final musical number. So with that, for ShowMeYourNews.com, I'm Yoko. And we'll see you in 2014. Well, the end is here to Game of the Year, and the show is great, it ran like a dream. But now we look towards the promising future with these new game machines. Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, new tech, better graphics, and everything else that is new. Oh, critics say that's what a backlog is for, it's a death trap. There's too much of this crap we're gonna download while we're young. Cause we want to play these games and have some fun.
Lightning's back again, 13 comes to win, and Dracula will battle with Satan. While Infamous found a second son, and Thieves the franchise were saving. Donkey Kong's getting quite the freeze, it's so tropical. Jumping on Vikings with ease. How will you witness this Jonathan blow? Cause Dark Souls is just as tough as everyone knows But yes, the sequel has it all I wanna jump inside a mech And I wanna play some Titanfall Oh, can I play it? Beyond the evil within called loose shells lies some Mario Kart. My sole suspect has been murdered and Watch Dogs is off the charts. The Inquisition yields a Dragon Age, Bungie's bringing you a true destiny. I know that the Division will bring a wild hunt, but that's for The Witcher 3. Ran Legacy and Herschel Lane's clash with Phoenix Wright. I know everyone needs some transistor, but I want Child of Light. The Phantom Pain has Keeper acting so punished, we gotta hear more from Monolith Soft's X. Oh, ninjas, I know what you want. If Sakurai is on time, we'll have it this time next year, and we'll smash till we've won. But till then, we want to play these games and have some fun. Oh, Sninjas, we want to play these games and have some fun. Come on with me, we want to play these games and have some fun. fun. Oh, 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 oh,